What's up, y'all? This is your girl, Vani V. Uh, welcome on back. New season, new look. Um, I'm giving this disclaimer a lot this season um, that, of course, Lady Aces is back, but uh, she'll be on every other episode. So I'm just going to be saying that early on in the season in case people be like, where is she? What's going on? Is she still back? Yes, she's still here every other episode. So hopefully I don't have to say this too much this season. But without further ado, welcome back. Late to the party. Hi, Lady Aces, and we have a few special guests in the house today. Say, so what's you know. up? We have uh, Dale P from Bet the House and Man Cave with Dale P, and we have, of course, Ken from Bet the House podcast. Say what's up to everybody. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> yeah, I know we here. <laughs> yeah, another another day, another dollar, another episode to talk shit on. Well, thank y'all for agreeing to be on our to be the first guest of our new season. Yeah. Do y'all want to talk a little bit? I would love to. I just love hearing Ken's philosophy on like podcasting. So do y'all want to give like like this is my podcast and like kind of what you're doing in the podcasting world right now? I think it'd be a good time to bring up like the radios. Um, I was literally just listening to you say this yesterday, so I'm giving yeah, you. We are going through through a shift. The podcasting game will not be the same when we're done with it. Uh, Bet the house is a different type of show. The man cave is an extension of that, and you know we we just. Love talking shit. Bet the house is a is a podcast where yeah you gonna laugh, but you also gonna hear some shit that might make you cringe a little bit. But that's what we do. We are working on an online radio station, which is what we've put together with about twenty or thirty other podcasters and counting. So that's something big. You can find us on all platforms. Alwaysbetthehouse.com is is the official website uh shout out to my brother we came in with a mission and we are not gonna stop so again this shout out to vani shout out to miss aces we just a different show man different brand again we do our thing don't get it twisted yeah you're gonna laugh you're gonna cry but you're gonna feel everything we say one way or another yeah i think only king cries i don't I just want to separate. <laughs> I don't. I don't cry. There's no crying. Oh yeah. Oh god. Come but on. Nah, it's twenty twenty one. Man like it can have feelings. Nah, nah. It's not like a dynamic duo, man. <laughs> we we push each other. I mean, he 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 ain't afraid of no topic. Neither am I. But he just the 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 lack of the filter <laughs> is what drives people. But at the same token, like I tell people, man, his 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 method. It works for, for him. So with me being a part of it, it kind of looked crazy, but it comes to once you get my side there, kind of like, all right, here we go with this way. Come on. But it's all good, man. He don't mean no harm. He be him, though. That's the only thing I got to respect about him. He himself. Hated to love it. He yeah. Him. 
He definitely, and Ken is known for having some of the more controversial, controversial opinions that I feel like once you think about it, most of the times you can at least either see the logic or like, like, I'd be secretly agreeing with him. Not controversial, <laughs> just misunderstood. <laughs> misunderstood topics. That's all. I saw, probably I not talked about enough. So I say, I'm, yeah, I'm, I say the stuff y'all y'all talk about in y'all little girl chats and guy chats. No, you know? story time has <laughs> nothing to do with nothing but kids. <laughs> Hey. That, that, and then, like, in the middle of the story time, he'd be like, Yeah, this is Beth the House, one sound, one band. I'd be sitting in a comment. Oh like, my God. That shit. needs to be on the shirt. On, like, he do believe that. One sound, <laughs> one band. Like, hey, look, it works. No, it, it don't, man. That shit is stressful. <laughs> he be serious, too. infamous, man. Like, clearly. <laughs> it must work. Just saying, I'm here for the chair. So, oh yeah, love him or hate him, you will remember him, and you will have an opinion on him. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. So this is our check-ins. Like, how's everybody doing this week? Like, anything get on your nerves? Anything you like? I just gotta share. Like, I just gotta get this off my chest. Like, what? Oh, oh, oh! Pick me, pick me, pick me. And Buzz in. Aaron, what you got for him? Ungrateful ass women. Oh, yes. Come on, guess Ken. Come early on in the episode. Ungrateful ass women. Would you clear to clarify? Give them they all, you give them your all, and they still don't appreciate you. So, what's the population? Is this like the global population of women? Is this just like five out of every ten? Five out of every ten women. No, so you did not. The global population of women, half of them. Can you tell us what's the inspiration for this fuego take? That's a great question. What I is? Would like to hear that what answer. is the inspiration? Yeah, well, listen. But why you think when you get the inspiration together, Ken has great. Questions of the day. I got to give you credit for that, brother, because them questions of the day, I really be sitting there thinking, like, damn. Is the inspiration <laughs> for that? Yes. <sighs> Y'all know me. I don't hold no punches. But no, there is no inspiration. It's just I, I, I find myself running into a lot of women who don't appreciate what they have, they always look for better. And if you don't understand that that man that you get dealing with is giving you his all and it's still not good enough. Like maybe he's just not the right motherfucker. Yeah, like topic. maybe it's just like maybe this combination is just not the uh, one. Like maybe topic, it's just and not and it's the coming one. Up on, it's coming up on next week's episode where just because a man ain't perfect don't mean he ain't a good man. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so let's throw that back to men, though, because why do y'all get to have or why does it seem because, see, I would have to get my statistics together. But uh, why does it seem like the things that y'all ask and demand y'all not ready to do for like like it's expected for a man, uh, a woman to hold a man down in, in jail. But we know that that does not the percentage for the counter is not there. 
Well, first of all, ladies, ladies, I think that was a bad example. Can we get a ladies? If you got a man that's in jail and he's yeah. in jail for some years, he's somebody's boo boo. Yeah, I, yeah. I just yeah. want to see yeah. that. Get a better example, please. He's somebody's boyfriend. So you shouldn't really be listening to a nigga that's selling dreams in 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 jail because he's being held down by another man right now. So let that yeah. dream go. Let it go. But no. I, you you said what was getting to me? Ungrateful women. Like you put all your work in, you put all your time in. You, you have to give examples. Kim. You put all the inches in her, and she still don't appreciate. You have to clarify relationships. Or do you mean family as well? Like just friends, Thank family. You. That's what you I know. meant when I said the population. I'm you right now, I mean all women. Yeah, I figured. You I, every five out of ten. <laughs> okay. Hey man, I that's what you mean. And. This is a bet the house moment right now. Brought to you by. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, <laughs> like, and that's the thing that I love and slash like, <laughs> it's just so frustrating with Kim because he don't do like regularly. He don't be saying shit like, he be like, I said it and then let the silence. He just do that last little bit where he just run it into the ground. Like, and that was my official word. It's like, yep. you don't have to, don't back that up. Don't try like, to. Boom. No, <laughs> not all women are ungrateful, man. Not I didn't say all women. women. I said five out of ten. But ch- my thing is. Ten, but here's the thing, man. Realistically, let's be real. This goes for both parties. Mm. We got to stop trying to give. Like, you can't give you to somebody and expect to get you back. That's number one. Facts. That is true. Number two, sometimes we get hell bent on giving somebody something and calling them ungrateful, not realizing that they probably wasn't equipped for what you were giving. Man, if I give you something, force it, like it happens. If I give you something and you don't say thank you, I'm taking my shit back. Oh God, I've dated men like that. I think they. I think the saying goes, "Ignorance is bliss." And Ken is a happy motherfucker. I can't, I can't, I can't. And see, that's the thing, though, because if you're going to say it, that's what I do like about y'all. We can't have the back and forth. You have to come with examples. You have to come with, like, what do you mean when you say ungrateful? What do you mean when you say, because there are some ungrateful women out there. I've given you three years of my life and you, I've given you three years of my life and you just up and leave me, you ungrateful. No, oh my god, no, there's no. always a reason for that statement. Now, don't even make sense, Ken. How can you up and leave somebody after three years? It ain't up and leaving, it's it, it just stalled. No, man, it's not always has some build up, it's never just I up and left. Like, yeah, no. nobody wakes up and leaves. Exactly. That is a, that's a time span, <laughs> exactly. So, like, what's the reason that you feel that way? I wake up and leave. I have definitely woke up and left. What? All right, but you thought about it before you just did it. You, you, hey, you, you know you did. You know you. There were things that happened that that exactly. led up and to then the you situation. Think about it. When a person leave you, let's be realistic. If we don't do this, it needs to happen a lot more. If somebody do leave you, look at yourself first before you go try to tell them. Ask them why they left. Figure it out. Because you probably missed some shit they were telling you. It's happened. I've literally had a relationship where she left and I had to like, all right, maybe I was tripping. But I'll go check myself before I go at her. But yeah, I, I mean, agree it's, with that. It's, 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 it's sometimes, I mean, some people ain't meant for you, man. Thank you. Yeah. 
then it is what it is, shit. I'm a firm believer that once you go cool, I ain't got no revolving door for you. Bye. Right. And a lot you of stuff. Make sure you stick. That's it. A lot of stuff in our culture, too. And we're going to get into that later on with, like, the main topic. But, like, there's this correlational thing. And sometimes I think, I don't know if men, you know, I always say, if you love the logic that you always speak of, sometimes y'all have to have that. Maybe it's not just women be crazy. Some women do legitimately, like, do bad, like, display bad tendencies while dating like that is a factual thing mm-hmm. when you look at the correlational thing of like well me not really understanding how men even work so my expectations of men are gonna be off Thank because you. i don't like even it. have that fundament fundamental information of like what men realistically are there's because. gonna be a reason behind that Right, because both men and women are like, you know, when it comes to relationships not going right, a lot of people just don't have the tools or understand what their relationship is for in the first place. You know what I mean? And yeah, you're responsible for that to educate yourself and to look at yourself as Del P just said, because you're going to have to whenever you come into those moments where it's like, should I leave or shouldn't I? But you have to look at yourself too. You know what I mean? It's not just, oh, they're ungrateful. It's like, what led up to that though? You know what I mean? Something always leads up to something you didn't just wake up and leave (laughs) so you might not be mad at like women or or the ungratefulness you speak of might just be like oh it's definitely it just might be like man like y'all like people are not informed out here about how it goes ungrateful ungrateful women can be a a very a variable things you know and you ain't told me one yet not even That man goes to work. That man goes to work. He takes care of the bills. He takes care of the house. And yet and still, you will find something to complain about. Because nobody is perfect. And someone's gonna have a critique about your performance. That is just true tea. You don't watch enough TV with me. You don't do this. You don't do that. That's complaining. Her, her, her noticing that you don't have a lot of interaction with her. No, 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 no. That's ungratefulness. Ungratefulness. You still will complain about something. Like the bills are being paid. What more do you want? Because me. women don't work like that, that Ken. Exactly. Children find a way to complain and have every fucking bill on the fucking yeah. planet made yeah. for them. You made them motherfuckers. You fucking clothed them and didn't leave them in Let's the stop, fucking wilderness. Stop, stop complaining. There's people out here that have worse than what you have. So yeah. stop complaining. Okay, you can still feel yeah. that way. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I feel like men no. have to. I feel it. like. You have oh. to be accountable when you are with other people and their fortune, their well-being is tied to yours. You're mm-hmm. going to have to have hear an opinion. That's why okay. a lot of motherfuckers like just staying single like me. Right. I like emptiness in the house. I don't want to be like, what you want to do? What you want to do? Nigga, what <laughs> I'm doing? I don't, I'm in oh, this bitch. I just feel like if a person is giving you they all and you're still not... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Appreciative of that, that means you're super ungrateful and that means I got to exit left. So, so what you're saying you. is complaining or having... Oh, no, it's not even complaining. It's are a, it's, a sign it's of just a, a bunch of variables in with that. The complaining is a part of it. 
You know what I'm saying? If What's I'm constantly like, if your life is good, you shouldn't have no reason to complain. Like, what is the oh, life? That ain't true. No what man wants to come home. No man, listen, listen, listen. Listen, this is what I think. No I think man, that a lot of women aren't just complaining. We want to communicate with men. That's nah, how we that ain't, that and ain't we what try I'm to saying. talk about things and y'all just dismiss it. Like, yeah, we don't want to hit it. Nah, that ain't that. what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And I'm a, I'm gonna make it real clear. This is what I'm saying. No man wants to always be told what he's doing wrong. I agree. Sometimes he wants to be told, hey, thank you for doing this, or thank you for doing that. No man wants as soon as he clocks out after a rough ass day, he gets home and hears complaint after complaint after complaint after complaint every single day. And it's not even just complaining. If I'm taking care, if we good, if our life is good, we live in a nice house, we live in a nice neighborhood, kids are good, bills are paid, and you still find time to go out here and cheat, you're being ungrateful. Okay, that's that another is example. Ungrateful. That's ungratefulness. Okay, you are correct. So I'm, I'm, I'm not. It's, it's, it's more than one way of okay. being ungrateful. So are you addressing like the quote unquote bad women? And I'll just put that in quotes. Like, is that what are, you're addressing? I don't believe there are any bad women. I just believe a lot of women are a product of their environment. I don't believe any woman is bad. I think you can you can really really bring the good out of a lot of people if you're showing them, you know, something that they've never had. Yeah, you can bring the good out of them. You know, um, you can bring you can definitely bring the good out of people, but they have to they have to want that. They have to want you to touch a part of their soul that has never been touched. So I think a lot of times we we just we we always get the short end of the stick. Not not always get the short men and women. Everybody gets the short end of a stick. And then when you run into somebody that actually want to give you the right end, mm-hmm. it'd be tough to let them in because this, hey, no one ever showed me this before. No one ever did this for me before. So now it's, damn, do you now really want to deal with me? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think a lot of times, like like even, even with me, the reason I say um, ungrateful women is because I it's a situation in my life right now that has me really shook and, and I've been praying on it. So I'm gonna keep praying on it before I decide to discuss it. Mm-hmm. But I just know that, you know, if if I if a person is giving you everything that they have and it's still not good enough, you still feel like you want something more. If a person is giving you 80% of what you need to have and you still out there searching for that 20, you're ungrateful. I can agree. No, I think we would. No, no, no. I would agree. No, if someone, no, I, no, I will say that. And maybe he didn't word word it correctly. Like I think, I do think being with somebody is a compromise, and there are people, men and women, who cannot, who will not accept their mate for who they are. They're going to continue to wring that twenty percent out of them because that is how they've learned. No, no, no. They're going to go look for that twenty percent. I, I say ring because you're because you're you're draining that out of your spouse by for example, you know what I mean? For example, he's giving you everything. Communication is good, the loyalty is good, the, the time is good, the dick is not that good. So now you have to mm-hmm. go out there and look 
because you feel like you're missing something. You need you need a void. It's it's a missing void. So boy, that's just an example. Or it could be the other way around. A dick is good, but he cheats. So now you have to go try to find fill that void because he's never there. He's always out running in the street. It's a way. It's always a way. But what I just love the way you try to just ease. He does fuck you. But he cheats. And so over here, and I'm like, girl, like, no, like, come back, come rewind it on back. Because I am uh, a lot of because yeah, okay. a lot I of women are cheating on it. They love the dick too much, so they stay around. You feel me? Okay, and not only that, I'm I'm just of the school. But he got good dick, but he's a bum. What you do to right. me, you gotta bring I'm that, do to you, you gotta go so. find that 20%. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I knew I, I love Delphi just looking it's, like Delphi just like I'm gonna let this man talk like <laughs> this is nothing that he hasn't heard before. Okay? I mean, but where's the law? Why is it such like a big, you know what I mean, topic that we can't talk about? You know what I mean? It's and the that's, truth though. That's what I like about Kent is because you for real, you remind me a lot of my granddad, low kid. Now it's very, very close to my granddad. And it's that you to me are that next evolution of you know how there was like, and I'm not making a comparison, but remember like Archie Bunker, like we had like Fred Sanford. Like we had those like famous like male kind of I don't want to say out of date but I'll say traditionalist. My dad likes to call himself a traditionalist. I get that because he thinks like he he feels like he's still in the seventies. Uh, how he could talk to people and treat people, but I I think you're the evolution of that archetype of like. I just want you to let some stuff in, like what you're what you're naming as nagging or un in a not being appreciative like that might be a different it might be a different spin than you think of it issue is important but the spin on it might be a little different than what you think that's all i'm gonna say anyone else i know ken kind of like blew up the room <laughs> on that one <laughs> i ain't falling down that rabbit hole wait a him. I said, I'm not falling down that rabbit hole. Well, no, don't follow down. We going, you know, we going down another road. Like, what, what's just like, what's been on the streets that you've been hearing about? I have to say this, and I didn't even want to address it because I don't know about y'all. I really, I only really listen to mainstream news when it's like black or when they shooting up motherfuckers. Like, that's when I'd be like, I got to know what's going on. You know what I mean? But one of the biggest thing in mainstream right now is the uh, "Call Me by Your Name" song by Lil Nas X. The issues. (laughs) Wait, say that again. I haven't even heard because I just saw the promotion behind it, and I was just like, "Oh lord!" I finally sat down and watched it. I finally sat down and watched it. I'm cool. That that's that's not for me. I'll okay, pass. And that's the response I was hoping that that we would get from you. I'll pass. Sure. I don't even know what the song sounds like. I don't care. Mm. Next, it's like a, it's like <laughs> nameless pop music. But what one thing, and I guess that I I can save that for I'll be late for that. But I just throw it up here. Like I'm just tired of the fake gay. Like gay people exist. Like why do we have? Why do we have to pretend? Like I be like, oh shit, like some gay shit. Okay, cool. Like doing new gay things like i i don't i wish it was that and not this like guttural 
But then I know like the way things are set up, people, you know, they're used to what they're used to, I guess. But I just didn't think we would still be talking about this in 2021. Talking about it. We just not talking about it. That's all. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, 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 and that's I, growth. I respect that. Some shit, some shit ain't worth revoicing, man. Yeah, yeah. Cause I tell I say it all the time. You can let a clown be a clown. You don't have to go to the circus. Facts. No, that's right. So, once I see bullshit, I'll be like, I, yeah, I ain't got no words for it. Yeah. Do you think, I, I do you think this brain. is, or what do you think do you think it'll have an effect on pop culture as we go forward or no? Or is this something that Oh, because be let me say this. Dude, dude ass is, is, is a culture vulture. What right? I mean by that is when he first came out, he had this big record. He, 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 kids was all for it. He had Billy Ray Cyrus. He was really killing shit. The momentum was dying down. All of a sudden, hey, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So now... He's back in the news again. Well, Lil Nas X announces he's gay. So now we talking about him again. So then now the shit done died out again. And he ain't because I can't think of a second song this motherfucker done made that was worth me even talking about. Now, all of a sudden, hey, I got these shoes. They got blood in them, human blood. And they sponsored by Nike. So now, you know, he's reaching and it's starting. It's starting to blow me, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, dude, you you clout chasing, and I don't like this. Okay, Ken, this is now. One of the things that I like about you is your your clear. I'm not gonna say support, but your analysis of Drake. So how do you not look at Lil Nas (laughs) X and be like, I think it's hilarious. Personally, I think it's like. Yes, I think he is a troll. Like that's that's been one of the main things that I've heard people describe him as. Why can he not pimp pop culture? Like, why can he not Drake flip it in a new way? We're not gonna do that. Well, okay, that. I'm not saying in quality, I'm, but I'm talking about that. I'm talking. We know that that is not the talent level is completely different. That we are no. That. I'm just saying, being as a black man, that, watching that everybody. Spirit, I mean, I mean, bro, you had a number one record, bro. Like, you don't have the culture vulture like that with us. You know what I'm saying? What yeah. makes him a culture vulture? A culture vulture is somebody that is not a part of the culture. Just these, like, you got artists like Pink that's done it. He's definitely a culture vulture. Miley Cyrus that's done it. Where they come and do hip hop records, mm-hmm. but then Who said he's doing hip hop? No, did he comes over to country, right? Like, so Old Town Road wasn't originally a hip hop record, and then he threw Billy Ray Cyrus on that right. shit. It was, it was never, it was never a hip hop record. It was people consider him a country artist now, and there's like country people listening. It was a country record. A lot of these categories that people are placed in when it comes to like awards and stuff, that is white people, white executives trying to package something and putting that label on someone. So it's, it, I'm not gonna say. I, I'm not gonna say that Lil Nas X is not that he is not aware and 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 making some decisions, but I feel like can we take a little of that heat off of him and put more or look more at the industry and go, so this is what y'all are trying to no, like no, push. No. 
And Lil Nas X sucks. That's what makes it a problem. Let's just put that out there. He sucks. Okay, but he's 20. Who who among us did not have just as little fucking talent as him when we were 18 and fucking 19? And we would have loved to have a deal like that. Come on. My two-year-old has more talent. Okay, well, your your two year old ain't got no, you know, seventy five million on. Uh, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. That don't mean he ain't talented. That's shit, it. you're right. <laughs> what we're talking about, we're not. This is again. This is the connection I was trying to make here. Of like, I get what you. We doing, are in man. the time. We're in the time now where people's talents lot in other thing like the way Takasi six nine which you Trash. know I don't know anything about this I've seen a lot of uh what is that rap lore trap why are we bringing up people today what's going on Vonnie? no I'm just okay I'm using that as an example like his talent his his talent is being able to get those numbers which his the talent is being able to stitch and walk around said, and get away with it that's his talent. The Migos themselves said that the numbers are what's important at the end of the day, and that's what they keep up on. The numbers I'm just was using that how many niggas way. he switched on. That was the numbers. <laughs> right. I'm talking about the billboard numbers. <laughs> now, I don't care about the billboard numbers. The number of people he snitched <laughs> on. Followers and so, shit, because you know that matters. Here's my question, and, and this will be like my ending, like, whatever. So it sounds like from that, I get it. I'm I like Nas Lil Nas X from a get as much money from these white people as you possibly can. Do but sell you your soul for a buck. I'm not saying sell well, your how do we know he's selling six, six, his soul? Six. Like okay, if you so like gay this is, if this you is like what I mean. this is what I mean. Right, really? How do we know? <laughs> listen, you, I don't I dude, really don't. Listen, listen, listen. The kid has he he made it seem like he got his breast done. Then he does this thing the way he dresses. Oh, wait, that Photoshop picture. I forgot about that. Yes. Then he does the thing about the devil shoes and all this other thing. Yes, publicity sells. He figured that out. But this is why I say with our culture, you don't really see that with any other culture but us, where it's like, we'll do anything for a dollar. But do you think facts? I, no, I don't see. No, I need clarification because I okay, honestly so this feel is like clarification for you. I, I, but no, can let me just leave it with this caveat. Like, I feel like we, if he was like an NBA, NBA young boy, like, and he got a record deal and or he got a shoe line, I feel like we now for young rappers coming up, and I'm not saying Lil Nas X is a rapper. But I feel like we pick and choose which artists that we are excited for them to sell out and, and make these these million dollar moves. But then it's like the other people were not comfortable with representing us in that way. All of a sudden, they're selling their soul when it's just a deal that everyone else out here is trying to get a deal. Like Megan came up on a deal when she started working with um, Rock Nation. Like. And people were happy, like you know, like yay. So it's kind of like I just don't want the gayness. I don't want the gayness to be the thing or the reason why people don't want to align or touch this kid. That's it. This is what nothing to do with him being gay. Though it was, it's white audiences who are the ones that say this. This is the one that's on. I don't think that it's black people that are the ones that are like co-signing a lot of what we're seeing when it comes to talent. Let's heck. Because when we were the ones saying who was talented and who was not, they were actually talented. 
<laughs> so, and once that shift happened, when the music, you know, the white people came through and they, you know, took over a lot of the operations behind the scenes, started taking out black artists, especially the talented ones, started taking them out, started, you know, grabbing their their royalties or whatever you call them. They started doing all of that. And it's like now they're the ones saying, okay, this is popular. This We're not doing that anymore. I think that's the problem. I don't necessarily think it's the gayness. I respect that. No, that makes me that makes me understand. I don't know. I just see him. He looks like a sweet young black kid, and I just, just do too much. I don't want to. I could agree with that, but I just feel yeah, like we have to have the sensitivity. But we gotta have the sensitivity because we also did dumb shit too. What are we being Why sensitive we- to? I mean, what? I mean, he I, got I a shoe done, deal. I, he got I a shoe deal. And he's so trolling So what makes him terrible? Support, you're supposed to support this bullshit video he just did. What? Well, because then what? I would have to say what's bullshit about it. Explain to me why would you support it? We all know. I'm gonna be honest. I'm a. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. I. I do. I think it's like a, a Michael Jackson type record. No. One thing that I liked about it, he actually did try to do with that video. He tried to do something artistic, like the people that he used just in the production of it. I'm going to be honest, like, I like the visuals. I, I like different stuff, though. That's I, I know I don't have that, the, okay. the mainstream like eye. I'm trying to figure out why, why, are we, why do you want people to support it? No, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I can understand if you didn't think that the video was tasteful. I want people to support him as being somebody young out in this game who actually is trying to do something different and 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 use use this popularity mainstream because you you know we're gonna be talking about the '90s like so many people who are like super hot we don't never hear from them and I feel like he's trying to find his voice and he's trying to move things to be a little bit more progressive than I think most people are are comfortable with accepting. That's what, what I'm getting. What statements has he made? I mean, in correlation with this newest video, he just, he's basically making the... The whole thing with the devil is like what really like caught people's attention. And his thing was like, okay, so if you're going to say that the way that I display myself because it doesn't fit in with like traditional standards i'm automatically going to hell because i don't look or perform gender in the way that makes y'all comfortable so i'm gonna lean into that and if you're gonna call the way that i think the way that i speak vulgar to me i honestly and i'm i'm making this statement carefully i see similarities between the attitude of fuck you this is who i am to like when early rappers were just like we don't i'm not quote cold switching for you like just really putting things <laughs> out there for like this is just what it is this is just what i am and i'm not gonna apologize for it that's what i see when i look at Lil Nas x but i also realize and i have to acknowledge what y'all are saying too of like okay is this real talent? Like, is this something that is? No, it's not. Okay, but who gets to decide? But my thing like is, who we like so many trash things. What makes this uh, less man, trash than anything else? Who sucks? That's that's. <laughs> that's just, he, I mean, we gonna leave it there. Nine, 
Yeah, you know talent. I mean? I'm sure he got fans out here that love that shit. But if you're a real hip hop uh, music person or whatever, music, I know artist. good music when I hear it. Whether whether you know my ear, my ear, my taste ain't everybody else taste, but it is a universal known fact that I can go ask ten random ass people right now, random people that I don't even know, mm-hmm. and they will tell you this nigga sucks. But then, but no, but that doesn't no. And I tell my kids this all the time. The kids that I work with. But again, that's because a group. But just because a group all is in consensus doesn't mean the answer is right. So if everybody agrees on the wrong answer, and that's why America is the way that it is, it's like you have to start asking yourself some follow up questions as to why. What constitutes talent? If I don't like him for this reason. Then can I like? I feel like you have to analyze it, and I'm not gonna push it. Bonnie's trying to take us down this rabbit hole. I'm I'm not trying to. I think I just want people. I want people, and this is part of the outrage culture that we've talked about. You know, like you know, know why you don't like something. Just know why you don't like something. Don't just label something as trash. And not give me reasons. You ain't, he's not a hip hop artist. He's not a hip hop artist. So now what? We can't. We can't oh, judge him Rose on the stuff. merit of a hip hop artist. Like so literally, a, it sucked. Old Town Road sucked. Okay, but a bunch of Gen Zers would fucking disagree with you. Okay, and that's fine. That's their opinion, but it sucked. And your opinion is your opinion, and people can say Absolutely. you're wrong. And my opinion's still gonna say it sucked. All right, I gotta respect that, Ken. <laughs> Lord have mercy. This is just an interesting. Oh, I was thinking this was gonna be a, a more positive, uplifting. No, uh, look, look. I'm gonna tell you, you right now. To get us to uplift. I'm gonna tell you right now. Look, and I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna tell you this, honest to God. If one of my kids came up and told me, "Yo, I want to be a singer," and I know they couldn't sing, <laughs> they got to encourage that shit and tell their ass, yes. Go out there and be the best singer you could be, son. No, I'm going to tell him. Son, hey, it's not for you. Here, here's a magic book. Learn to be a magician. This is not for you. See, this is what Lil Nas' ex-parents should have been doing. Look, look, son, I understand what you're trying to do, and I support you. But find something that you're actually good at, okay? It's okay. So, yes, me personally, I want to tell my kids, I'm not going to set my kids up for failure. Lil Nas, egg, Lil Nas X <laughs> is reaching. He's running out of shit to stay relevant like so many other young talentless kids are doing. And I gotta give you that. One one person could say shock shock factor is not a talent. Like, like but Madonna would argue against that, okay? I haven't that heard from this dude for a so long, long time. And now all of a sudden, you coming out with blood made sh- with shoes I'm with blood in it. And all that wasn't even like, his bro. idea. He didn't even put that out. The people who made the shoes. He put it out. It was He was the one endorsing it. This is true. The- he got paid. Yeah. I've seen a clip. Of him in a video getting fucked by the devil. Like, what? He was what the fuck the is this? A lap dance. I can't believe I had to say that in a sentence. Oh, my God. And you want us to support this shit? Say support it. Whatever. See, I like it. I don't know. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be the, the random person. I like it. I think it's funny as fuck. I like, I don't know. He just reminds me of, like, the tenants. 
I just think that's the tenets of youth culture. Troll the system, fucking just do like think of um South Park. Like that's something uh, we could get into the nineties portion, but like, you know, they they that shit sucked. I still say it sucks, but <laughs> they got in there with that shock value and tried you to say South Park sucks? No, the animation sucks. The that animation sucks. That's not what South Park's about. It's not about that. Okay, Del P, I was literally making the connections. I oh, know I'm that's like, not what like, so- I know because I was alive then yeah. too, my guy. Okay? <laughs> I know. I lived in the suburbs at the time. That shit was fucking fire at the time. Okay? Oh, okay. I understand. Oh, I, I was like just that. saying it started as a crappy shock, fart, piss, humor type of thing and now it's iconic. That's who we it's can compare Lil X to. That right there when South Park first started. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair, Ken. See? Reaching the compromise, reaching the middle. That's right there. He fits right in with that shit. Okay, that, so you that, saying he's going to be iconic in the next 20 years anyway, right? I don't know no, shit. I ain't going to say that. If he keep doing some more gay stuff, maybe he will. He's running out of shit. I'm telling y'all right now, he's running out of things. to. How, be how much longer do you give him, Ken? A year, really? Not even. Man, he be dumb for this year. Not even that. Yo, if he they rolls this, hey, if he rolls know, this into a a, a only Nike's fans gonna gig. sue him and take everything he has. Nike's gonna take everything he has. So yes, he'll be they coming up with another scandal. They can't sue him. They can't sue him. They already sue him. They They're not suing him. They're suing the company that did it. They cannot sue him. Well, and on top of that. On top of that, he's not going to last because the cancel culture is going to get on his ass soon. Yeah. Very soon. Once the cancel culture get in your life, you're done. No, you yeah. keep forgetting. Again, cancel I culture actually, helps that youth. They're going to run to it. Even TikTok is... They already love... In a week's time, TikTok is like made this kid like oh, yeah. a cancel star. Cancel culture gives people hey, more time. Not to wonder like, who's doing not that. Nas X, though. She's done. Yeah, we gotta remember we in our thirties, y'all. We kind of washed now. What does yeah. that mean? I'm not washed. I'm still in my prime. <laughs> but even trash is trash, man. That's exactly why I said that too. It's artists that we grew up listening to that I feel like right. are trash. What you mean? And they'll yeah, still be better right. than Lil Nas X. Yeah, like Chingy. Oh, every last one of them. Yo, <laughs> I love Chingy. Chingy was trash. I like Chingy. was dope for his time. Would I listen to Chingy right now? Absolutely not. You mean like you ain't gonna listen to it when you clean out? I will listen to his old shit. Because I be getting it dusted, girl. Chingy comes out with a new album. I'm not listening to that shit. I'm gonna say it right now. I kind of forgot who the hell that was. You know you remember right there. And come gone go with me. Hey, what's, the, what's the nigga I'm only one down. When your chain hang low? Who's saying that? Gibbs. Gibbs. Trash. He from St. Louis too. Trash. Oh. St. Louis been putting out a lot of trash. Oh, I see. Daquan. Trash. Trash. He another St. Louis oh, dude. Daquan. That Nelly, was tipsy. Trash. That was tipsy. Nah, we not we not gonna say that about Nelly now. Nah. I'm finna What's say we not finna say. I will. Remember. Remember. Put away, man. That's trash. Wait, let's do. Okay, let's do this, y'all. Black veil, trash. <laughs> you just y'all be reckless. Okay, let's officially 
go into the digging the scene because I feel like that'll be a good setup because I just kind of want to give people a picture of like the time. So my story with Nelly, I remember buying the hot in her single. Mm-hmm. Okay, like remember that CDs were singles. I bought that shit from Walgreens because that is what I had access to as a fucking child. That song, and I played the shit out of that. I played that hot end. First of all, you're from the south, right, Dale B? Yes, that's why that shit is trash. Well, we from the Midwest, so you're gonna have to relax. I'm from the Midwest. Midwest swing, all that shit was the shit. Oh, y'all are from the Midwest, but you're talking about Chicago, right? Yeah. Cut the shit shit now, y'all. Twister, do or die, Kanye. Okay, you don't have to feed us our resume because we know it. We used to to see Twister at the fucking uh, Four City Mall on the weekends. But he can rap. I know that, but I'm just telling you at the time, because first of all, I remember that's something I remember too about music back in the 90s. Like, I wasn't at least aware of like a lot of the regions of music and him. Yeah. And I just remember Common was like the only dude I knew that was from the Midwest coming up. For real, I remember watching um, I like Used him. to Love Her. Like, that was like, I met this girl when I was three years, you know what I mean? Like, I remember seeing that and going, oh, this is an example of like Midwest music. That's what we're known for. And so that was early on. Like that was like early 90s. So then by the time Nelly came out in like the later 90s, like moving into the 2000s, like that is when like, look it up, DLP, because I saw that question and look on your face. I'm going to Google it with you. Ooh. Yeah, Nelly came out like late 2000s, like 2005, 2006. Nelly so. came out in 2001. Right, really? I knew it was early 2000s for sure. Cause I was still in like, Country, I was, right, right. That's right when we started. Country Grammar came out in 2001. No, yeah, okay. I, I think the only song that I like from Nelly was the one with it Kelly. Said two th- it said recorded 99. And that song was Borderline. Okay, so I missed. Yeah, that was the first. That, that was the first ever CD that I stole. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and he says these things, and I'm like, "Oh God, okay, Ken." <laughs> I stole that CD out of Target. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> do kids do anything just because? I guess. Y'all <laughs> had those moments. Uh, okay, so if we all going, so how old is everybody in this group? I'm 33. 34. 33, 34 in the next couple months, so yeah. Turn okay. up, turn up, turn up, turn up. So we're all in the same age r- range. So what, age babies. Hey. So what do you remember <laughs> listening to, like, in that, basically? DMX. DMX? That was 90s? Yeah, yo. yo, I gotta Google I that for real. Jay Z, this about to be me and my Google. Tupac, Tupac, Biggie, Tupac. I was listening to Outkast. Outkast was the first CD album that I bought for myself. I think I was maybe in fifth or sixth grade. My auntie got me a, a 
gift certificate to FYE. Remember when that was a fucking uh, establishment people no. could go into? No, we had one downtown. <laughs> we had one downtown. F- oh, FYE or Five. That was a, a a big radio, a record shop. What is it spelled? FYE like Five. I don't know. I'm, we didn't have those down here. Wait, so that's that ain't a thing no more? No, <laughs> that <laughs> shit has been closed <laughs> from downtown for like once they, once they created years. once they created the internet and you Apple right. music and all that shit, it was over with for that shit. We wasn't, we wasn't finna travel to go get <laughs> CDs and shit no more, man. Fuck that shit. We can download. No. Rough Riders anthem was 1998, my G. Yes, baby. That's Fuck. another one I was listening to all the time. Mm, that's right. I'll tell you, 96, the first album I ever bought was Reasonable Doubt by Jay-Z. Wow. I do remember when... That's the first rap that. album I bought. Wow. Yeah, I was more in the R&B, honestly. I had Janet's... Yeah, because you, know. you got to think about it. It depends on how you grew up. So, for me, yeah. I grew up listening to, like, Johnny Taylor and the Ozzy's and all that shit. So, I got the right, hip-hop. Right. That's why you sound like somebody uncle. I got the hip-hop <laughs> late, man. So, when I really started listening to it, that's why I get frustrated when people be saying somebody is rapping. I'm like, that shit is trash. Like, no. Like, rap. Yeah. If you don't rap, rap. Don't put no sound effects to cover up seven bars. Like, get the fuck out of here. No. Yeah, that's why a lot of rap just sounds the same to me today because they it's almost as if they figured out a formula in the industry. They don't be talking about shit. That drives me nuts. Right. <laughs> like, that new song, What's That Little Girl? And she's literally making sound effects and it's a fucking banger. She's yeah. not saying anything. <laughs> like, it's Benzino Daughter. Oh, oh, I'm like, oh, oh no. man, I don't, let me see. I'm about to look for that shit. It's I'm, trash. I get what you're saying, but I feel like again, this is where I I try to look for similarities in the culture. I I look at similarities. Like the shit we was listening to sounded like trash to the older people. So you got to find it's something that is. you like about it. I remember my parents complaining about the shit all the time. Like <laughs> my mama did mean? not let me dance to the dun 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 song when I was little because she was like, I don't like all that gyrating. <laughs> Girl, oh too bad, too bad. Cause in the nineties we were juking. The nineties was the shit, man. Yeah, before the twerk, there was the juke. The era of the juke. The that shit new, please. <laughs> We've been out here with that, first of all. But yeah, girl, like, yeah, you're right. They didn't think that our music was good either. And I, and even my parents say their parents said their music wasn't good. So it, I feel like that's a generational yeah, thing. Yeah, that's everybody. Thing. Every era has trash. You just, like you said, you got to find it. Like, for instance, there's say- people who didn't like Ja Rule, but I did. Right. I thought he was cool. Ken, what did you think? Mm. He like it. Ja remind him of Drake, so he'd be. All right. <laughs> First of all, going to the booking <laughs> parties. Um, shit, you know the booking parties. They really had like Pretty Ricky and all that shit. So you know, um, trash. Yeah, but but they were they were pretty. They were they were juke party material. They're yes. R&B group. I Ooh. got new shoes on the ride. Yes, yeah. sir. That was my shit. Kid, they're R&B group. Yeah. Grind on me. Oh. Grind on me was a juke party hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, 
But yo, B2K was my first real fucking concert. I uh yeah. Um what's 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 your final thoughts, man? Because you over here talking about some B2K. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, you weren't talking about nothing. I had to fill up the time with something. B2K though. I know that's my B2K not was me. better than fucking pretty Ricky. But that okay, is what I day. those that things are grouped. I'm sorry for a young black girl B2K like myself. Better than pretty those Ricky, things bro. were grouped together. B2K was better than pretty Ricky. Uh, bro, I'm there. cool. I was cool on B2K. I we lost. still there. Shit, I wish I'd have went to the damn tour. <laughs> I'm still there. What you mean? It is what Where it are you is. Have you, because, Ken, you, you originally are from Chicago. Did you go to any of the fuck? Not the taste. What's the Bud Billiken parade? I went to the Bud Billiken parade in the early 2000s. Shit was trash. I ain't been to the Bud since, right? Shit was trash. I'll pass. Because, no, I'm going to tell you why we went to the Bud Billiken parade. Because we knew that whoever the fuck we was looking for to get into it with, we know we know where they, they would be. Oh, please. That's where the smoke was. We okay. go to Bud Billiken parade to <laughs> fight. We didn't go there to celebrate. We went to fight. We went to go find like, Oh, that would be in the house all year and we couldn't find you. We knew or if, or if I had an ex-girlfriend that I hadn't seen in years, I knew I could find that at the Bud Billiken Bud, yeah. <laughs> The smoke is there every year. Okay. <laughs> she's going to be around here somewhere, goddammit. We're we going to run into each other. That's probably where a lot of people found their deities and shit that they never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I stopped going though. It was violent. Like it started getting really violent. Like more and more. Started guns and shit. And that shit, that shit wasn't fun no more. I was cool. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. You used so- to go to the bud to get numbers and holler at chicks and holler at dudes. And still, you I'm like, stuff. that's what I remember it for. It was the sport. Now you, now, you, now you go to the bud, Billy. Can you want to track me? You want to race? You race to <laughs> get the fuck out the way before these niggas hit your ass. So I'm cool. Yeah. A lot of smoke. Ooh, right. <laughs> so what do you, I mean? I want to hear some like childhood stories from y'all. Like I'm really trying to get a picture. Of I was outside. How man. the South was back in the day, Del P. I was outside, man. In the South. I was outside. We outside. Facts. These kids don't know what they missing because there's. We got, a, you got till school let out about three three thirty. We outside on bikes and oh, run the fuck man. around. <laughs> that street light, come on. We gotta get the fuck home. We playing That's, catch a girl, freak a girl until the street lights came on. Oh my god. That does bring back. I remember no, like them summers when you catch were just a girl, like, freak a girl, man. Look. Leave out and not come home. I'm from Chicago, goddammit. Everybody yeah, in Chicago we know. know what that is. Oh yeah. Shit. We was playing house before house was a thing, goddammit. And doctor. That's a okay. fact. I was playing that in kindergarten. How you doing? Freeze tagging all, man. What you mean? I'm saying. Summertime was the best time, shit. Don't come in and out that house, man. Go to the water hose and drink the water. Boy, if I got a piss, I went to the alley. Fuck going in the house because I knew. I knew. Once you go in the house, oh, it's a wrap. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. You either holding that shit or you pissing in the alley. One or the other, goddammit. Shit. Damn. Our childhood was lit. For most Facts. part, the Facts. shit that I like to remember, 
Mm-hmm. It was lit. Okay. Right. What shows and stuff do y'all remember from that time? I got to shout out Power what? Rangers. Family Matters was my shit. Power Rangers every day. Power, Power Rangers. That was the only oh, white people I used to see back in the day. I told people I didn't see white people in real life until I was Power like, Rangers was a universal TV show. It brought whites and blacks together. That was about it, though. <laughs> oh, you go back and watch it. That shit was trash. Oh, yeah. Now you go back and look at it like you don't watch the original. It's like, this yo, was this remember, it was remember, they've updated it. They've updated it now. And they updated it like 50 times. It's like 500 series. It's weird. She was like, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was my shit. Ghostbusters yeah, was my up. shit. They fucked Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh. Yeah. yeah X-Men. X-Men was lit. Saturday, Saturday morning cartoons was my shit. Saturday morning cartoons was my shit. You couldn't tell me. Bill? That was my shit. They could sit on the steps. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what was that, dude? I'm just a Bill. Oh, like, hey, yeah. House Rock. I had that shit yeah. on VHS. What? That reading rainbow, it was everything. I love Arthur, it. <laughs> I used to come home and watch Arthur, and that's why, Girl, like, that Arthur fist is like, I want to get a tattoo no, of that shit. Just the like. hardest show was Big Comfy Couch, bro. <laughs> big Comfy oh Couch, bro. So okay, a clown and her oh dolly on the Big Comfy and couch. Lamb Chop. We can't forget about Lamb Chop. Okay, you gotta put respect on Lamb Chop. Yeah. The song that never go, go, fucking go, 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 ends. Go. Are you playing with uh, me? What? <laughs> Bananas in pajamas. All <laughs> that shit, boy. That take you back, man. I'm memories right there. Shit. That free look from that free public. That public, uh. Gumby? <laughs> that public TV. Yes, girl. Remember when you were saying we, had, we had only like five five TV channels on the TV, so okay. you know we, we, we had to do the morning times was us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the only thing I didn't like is Freeway wasn't invented when we started having cell phones. Motherfucker got to get off the phone and call somebody. Oh, else. Man. Your mama was waiting on a phone call. Get Y'all, back. Oh, my God. Y'all remember that? You got to hang up and call me back after nine o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta call me out the nine. You had to, you had to count the text. You know what I mean? Man. Like I had text had a limit. Beeper. I always dude, wanted one of them like cute see-through beepers, but I'm like, shit, but I ain't had nobody in the fucking so contact. So neither one of y'all had that light-up phone that you could see through. Uh yeah, the oh, the at home phone. Yeah, the house phone. Yeah, yeah. I definitely. It was nah. baby blue. Every girl <laughs> had that shit as a kid, boy. Yes. That light up phone, get the fuck out of with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. Trash. You know when she was popping, man, she got popping when call ID called in. They used to get in trouble. See that? See the school calling? Delete. <laughs> and I didn't know how to work the uh the voice, the answer machine, man. I used to be dreading that shit. I used to just unplug the shit, like, okay, I'm just gonna act like <laughs> Yeah, it never worked, but you I had a lot more sense they knew than not I did. To send no, they knew not to send no letters home with me because that letter would never make it home. Ever. Never ever. No. 
And when they showed up, yo, day. we used to go to pay phones and call 911 G and curse their ass yo. out. Kid, you was bad. You was one of them bad kids. (laughs) Did y'all have nigga not? Ken was one of them kids be like, don't go to his house. (laughs) Nah, Ken Ken would have been my best friend. We've been all kind of Oh man. I stayed. What y'all call it though? When y'all knock on people's doors and run off. Oh uh they don't ditch. Nigga knock. Knock on the motherfucking door and burn the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. And then see. We grew up in. But a you can't home. do that now, though. Okay. Now you get shot. <laughs> yeah, you get shot down here in Texas. But uh, when growing up, we used to have hallway parties where we just literally yeah, just go to a section in the hallway and like we out here all day. Bring a radio, like, and don't right. let it be like a snow day. We up to trouble. And then you go back in your house like you've been in your house the whole time. Then you come back out like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, yeah, like. <laughs> Hey man, when I got suspended from school, it wasn't no hanging out outside. Okay. I was in the crib doing chores. During school hours, it wasn't no watching TV. <laughs> Shit. They wasn't going. All the damn time too. They wasn't going. I was doing chores or some shit. They was not going. My granny and them was not going. Like, this not a free day. <laughs> See, my mama, my mama, a mail carrier. She used to have to get off her route to come sit in the classroom with me. So no, you, you, knew what time, you knew what time it was when you got out of school and your uncles both you see both of your uncle cars pulled up at the crib. You knew what time it was. <laughs> like they having a discussion about something, goddamn. Yeah, and it wasn't good. My uncle, man, look, my uncle whooped my ass in front of the class one time. He got tired of my mama calling off on her route. So he whooped my ass and made me do push-ups in front of the class one time. I never acted up in school ever again. I too got a public beating at school. I used to go to a Christian school when I was younger and I was always, you know, cutting up and just, you know, I I didn't understand that you were supposed to behave at school to make your life easier. I was just like, nigga, today you about to get this dance. Like, you like, that's what we doing. Nah, school started out weird for me, man. I think we started, I started in like a head start, but it was like really church going and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting in there like, yo, what was what, this? We wearing ties and shit. I'm like, yo, I'm not fucking with none of this, yo. <laughs> Went through that, that phase. My mom was like, I'm not sending you to public school with your fucking cousins. She put me in a private school, wilding out in that motherfucker. And I was like, yo, it felt like a criminal. Like, I felt like I was in jail early in school, man, because everything was strict. Like, yeah. we had to wear ties. You got to stand in line. You couldn't talk to the girls. Like, it was weird. So when I got to public school, I'm like, man, I've been in jail this whole fucking time. This shit, <laughs> we got right to it. My cousins, man, it's fights and everything. Bitch, we fighting this or it's whatever. Oh Lord, you was in that fight. Yeah, I got I got expelled out of whole district. Damn, Damn. it is so impossible <laughs> for me to Ken, I can think you I got kicked out of seven public schools in Chicago before I moved to Minnesota and got kicked out of three more there. So what was y'all <laughs> going through? And this is the 
talk about, was, Ken. When well, you so be trying to say women is ungrateful, it's like that. you didn't get kicked out of a bunch of school. Like you school need to be the principal school to walk me home. You know what I'm saying? I live like four blocks away. The principal left the school to I, walk me home. Please stop hey, saying so wait, things like this. Did y'all have paddles back then? We used to have we had paddles and school. we had the ruler that that was the venomous joint. We had paddles and that was I had all women teaching and I was big as hell and they were scared to use that motherfucker on me. Oh man. That's what that's what I used to get in trouble for. I felt like that. I mean, I I got it, but as a kid, bro, I just didn't I wasn't fucking with that, bro. You I don't know you. You're not feeling with me. You just hey, not. You gonna get you your hands up. You try to whoop me with a paddle. I'm not. You can discipline me, but putting your hands on, I just don't. Yeah, yeah. You can yell yeah. at a kid. You yell at my kids, cuss my kids out. Don't touch my fucking children. That's it. Yeah. That's all I ask. I got you on that. But I'm I would designate some people. No, some kids need I'm that reminder at school. I'm just no, gonna say. Then, then you need to get that parent that don't mind pulling up and beating that ass. That's Because I'm that parent. My son learned real quick. Got the cutting up, standing up in desk, no problem. They call Ooh, me, no, no, no fucking problem. I came in there and lit his ass up. That lady said, Mr. Parker, I understand you, that's your child. But please don't get do that. And, and, and I that have to do that, too. And that lady was going to be next. Ass too. What you that's say, Kim? That lady was going to be next to get her ass whooped. Kim, what are you, why? Why, Kim? Cause you don't tell me what not to do, motherfucker. You didn't. You didn't give some lady the best three minutes of your life to make these motherfuckers. You better leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> okay, well, would you and rather that they stand the there and let you get arrested, or you I'm want saying, me to look out for you? Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever yes, that has happened in but front of me. This is my thing: if you're a teacher, right, and you called the parent. Whatever comes after that, you can't get mad. No, well, there's stuff that you can't do. You on better the turn other cheek like, like the man above say. Okay, yeah, well, that's gotta, you, can't, you can't fuck them up on campus. I know that. that I know that's it. all I'm saying. Be smart with it. But Don't I got cross the street. Up on campus. My sisters used to come and whoop the shit out of me, man. And I was like, yo, I think this shit is bullshit. I told my sister at one point, look, y'all want me to act right? Get me the fuck out of this private school, man. This shit is not working for me. Yeah, it wasn't. Because I was too advanced, so it's like they'll make us do schoolwork. I'll be done. I'll be sitting there chilling, and then it's like, well, I'm gonna go to sleep. You were bored. Damn I was yeah. cracking the, the teacher, <laughs> the teacher would send me to the office because I was asleep, and I started explaining them why am I getting in trouble. Oh, but I'm finishing sense. my work. I don't have shit else to do, so I'm gonna go to sleep. But then now that I'm up, I'm getting in trouble for disrupting the fucking class. But when I was asleep, what the fuck? I was minding my goddamn business. <laughs> That's crazy oh, to me. You that reminds me. Huh? So. <laughs> do you have any legendary whooping stories? I got a yes. couple. Ooh, My mama girl. came to school when I was going to the Christian Academy, and I just would never forget getting beat next to a picture of Jesus. I was like, Jesus was just, Jesus was just looking up like, dog, I can't help you. And I was like, damn. You looked him in the eye like, Lord, this is what it came to. Like, this is what it came to. Like, and then I'll never forget my daddy. My daddy didn't even used to like be, I think he only beat me like three times. But this particular time, he was like, go to sleep. Like, and this is when you could put the TV on a fucking timer. Like, I need kids to understand technology work (laughs) a whole, like, technology was like a VCR, uh, uh, a tape 
recorder. That was like advanced technology back in the day. Yeah. But he he was like, go to sleep. He's like, I'm gonna put this TV on the timer. I was like, ha ha, you thought, boy. Like I figured this out. So <laughs> I was staying up and I thought I got away with it. I literally woke up. I was like, what's going on? My daddy hit me two times before I woke up to realize I was getting beat out of my sleep. That's happened to me before. And he was like, he was like, you thought I didn't get it. Like he thought I didn't see you. I'm out, out of fresh out the shower, man. Oh, that's one thing where I do not. Uh, what's the she word? She whipped my ass with a fucking extension cord. I had just got out the shower. Boys get it from worse. the extension cord. I said, "Fuck that." That's why I drew the line. Like my mom brought it out one time. Uh, I agree. Yep. I done got whipped with water hoses. Man, oh, fuck me up, man. <laughs> Did any of y'all get the switch? My yeah, grandma. My grandma. Get yeah, Don't give me a switch. I'll bring you the thinnest one. She'll go get another one. Wrap that motherfucker together. I said, you know what? I'll go get a log oh, next time. Fucking ask the <laughs> And then the care, the care that they used to take in taking off each smaller branch in the yeah, like, why, why are you doing this? <laughs> right, Shit is wild, bro. Uh, I hate that shit, I man. I remember we got in trouble at the grocery store. Oh, oh, no, sir. She couldn't catch me, so that was a good day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ran? I wouldn't <laughs> run at you. That was yeah, she got water on mama. Like, man, I'm not about to chase you. <laughs> she tried, but she couldn't catch me. And I was out here for the rest of the day. And by the time it was over, no whooping because she was. Busy. I got a nephew like that, man. My sister tried to whoop her son. That nigga slid up under that bed and sat under there. He Dude, sat under there so long, he fell asleep. Out, I was out of there. Like, nope, you ain't getting me with that. Nope. I ain't never seen no shit like that. That boy fell asleep <laughs> under the bed. He was not coming from under there. That nigga was like, "Nah, y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got to see you." I'm like, "Bro, man, I'm telling my sister, like, man, like, come on, just telling you not gonna whoop him. Nah, I'm gonna beat his ass. Oh shit, I get you some food, bro, because it's gonna look like you gonna be under there for for a minute, kid. <laughs> I don't understand that. I'm turning that bed upside down. I'm just nah, saying. She couldn't get to him, man. The way that it was an apartment, so it was like she had a set a bunk bed and a bed in there. So it wasn't a lot of space. So him I'm being under the bed. Ass, and that's she just. Wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> get under that shit. Couldn't nobody get under there but his small ass. That's why he went under there. Okay, I'm just telling you when it was all over with, I'm going to have my retribution, okay? I mean, on that ass. I don't, I don't think I would have whooped my child. That if you if you got enough curves to sit under that bitch till you sleep, I, I don't even see the purpose of whooping you. The fear alone is the whooping, man. No, because that teaches him that, the, uh, that there is hope and that you can outfox me. Like, you have to keep, you have to keep the... Right. I always knew... And and I've been t- telling Aces forever. I can't do that because Vanessa J. Coleman is going to find. I will be on the fucking moon, and she <laughs> is going to find me. <laughs> if somebody ever kidnapped yeah. me, it's like she finna be oh, the take it girl. or the taking person. She, she is the Liam Nielsen. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> Damn. She used to pull up on me. I promise y'all, whatever I was, somewhere I was not supposed to be, my mama would pull up on me. And I'd be like, damn, like, <laughs> am I that predictable? Oh, God, your mama funny, man. I know she got the, the crazy eye when it comes to looking for you. Yeah, because my mama was only t- was 20 when she had me. So she was still young and spry. So she could, like, oh, really oh, get with me. 
My mama old as shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, man, what the fuck you doing at this age, bro? Right. <laughs> My mama damn near 75, man. No, <laughs> oh, Yeah, she old. She up there. That's that crazy. My mama yeah, she had me in her late 40s, man. Yeah. She was tired of kids. That's why I be telling her to this day, I like shit. If you knew you weren't going to give a fuck, you could have just told that nigga, let me go somewhere else, man. I got tortured shit. Well, you were the youngest? Yeah. Man, yeah. she didn't give a fuck about me and my dad left. Right? <laughs> Whoa. Fuck, man. they get to the youngest, they don't give a shit no more. Yeah, man. And then my sister's like, you small. Uh, yeah, she shot with me with gifts. That's cool. I ain't get no love, motherfucker. <laughs> I was missing Damn. all of that. Yeah, I, I, hell no. That is something from that time too. Like, how did y'all experience y'all parents like back in that? Time? I didn't. I thank God for my siblings. Like, real shit. There's no shade to my mother. It's just I just the, the era she had me in. She was tired. She it is what it is. Ah, oh, that's so sad. My mama and my dad was still partying. Damn. <laughs> they were still partying. Okay. They were functional addicts, though. They were the type of parties that they hid it from me and I didn't know for a long time. But it was weird because it was sometimes I could get away with things that other times I couldn't. And I couldn't figure out why. <laughs> it's confusing. When they were withdrawing, girl, I was on punishment all the time. <laughs> It was crazy. So it was still party, girl. My parents were lit. My parents have literally gotten into it for as long as I can remember. So my parents, like for real, like I, I have not. Same here. I have not seen my parents be in a loving manner with one another. So I just remember a lot of arguing. But my mom was the more like the uh, uh, strict person. You know what I mean? My mom is the lawmaker. And my dad was pretty easygoing, but he had his like clear things. Like, you know, it, he'd be cool about everything, but you know, if you left water on the sink or whatever, like that, that would be the big uh, uh, blow up or whatever like oh, that. But mom. shit, he was living his motherfucking <laughs> life too, low key while I'm thinking about it. Cause he was, my daddy was out there. All right. <laughs> Uh oh, what happened? No, no, no. We still oh, okay. bad, right? I was just literally like letting that be a thing for a second. Let's finish this up then. Like looking back on it, like what things about childhood do you really appreciate now that you are older? You know, and I I really appreciate that we we really got to experience like the outside world. Like I really remember being out. Like, I think the sky up. looked it different back then. I don't know if I was just young. No, I wasn't just you. I'm, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm like, she just looked more beautiful. <laughs> like, it did. It seemed like the sun shined a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck right? going on there. But, uh, yeah, I, I just appreciate that being out and, like, I felt like I got an experience about people, about different areas and stuff just because... I got to actually be out and experience the stuff that, that was going on at the time. I don't know. These kids today, and you know, y'all got kids, they stay in their room like little terrorists. Well, so you got to think about terrorists. that. These motherfuckers getting snatched up now, man. Yeah, so it's not, as, it's not as cool. And then you got to think about it. Like in my neighborhood where I, got, where I live in now, it's, it's a lot of kids, but it's not a lot of kids. But 
the divide is serious. So my kids only play with like certain kids, but the kids they play with are further down the street, not the ones that live like across. It's weird. So mm-hmm. I asked my son one day, and it's like, when you watch how some kids play, my kids are like, we don't really play like that. So we go down here and play with them because it's not as rough or as violent or whatever. So it's, it, it happens. I don't know, but for my childhood, y'all gonna laugh I'm dead serious. I had nothing but family parties, and then I think the drug game. That's it. Wait, what? Run that yeah. last part back again. Yes, I am thankful for the drug game. That is what I grew up with. Watching people shoot up heroin, snort coke, and sell drugs. That was my life. Yeah. See, I never saw it. They paid, my parents paid it for me, but my yeah. parents was on the same shit. Again, when you're a kid, and it's kind of like, Hey, somebody got to take care of this kid. My uncle took me in. So he was like, you My just going to have to. Me All okay, right. I feel exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Thankful. I'm thankful for porn. <laughs> Did you used to watch the uh, the little sketchy shit? You know that I, shit that I had the little frizzles on it? Lines in it? But I learned a lot <laughs> from watching porn. So shout out to in porn. It helped make me the man I am today. Janet Jackman. For helping me make all these kids, god damn it. Oh that my god, my Ken. This guy. <laughs> he being honest. <laughs> Take on the pal town. I gotta put that shit on a shirt for you, man. That See, shit reminds me of the yeah. my brother gave me a porn tape and I was on punishment for like two months because it, my mama found it. Yeah. Wait, wait, what happened? Wait, what happened? Yeah. It reminds me of the time. Did you watch the tape? I did oh. not, but because I didn't get a chance to fully believe I was going. Um, but <laughs> he gave me the tape. I was about to watch it. It slid out of like my Barbie purse or some shit like that. I, not I was the only Barbie like, purse. I'm trying to fucking watch porn. No, See, that's know. why. That's why with DVDs, you you gotta always label them because you never <laughs> know what the DVD fuck you put in. Still drugs. It was a whole VHS though. You put a DVD oh, yeah. in, you think it's Toy Story and it's it's the the, the, the adventures of Toy Story. Yeah. That just reminds me. I remember those little like those little like porn pamphlets, like them little catalogs. Did y'all used to get those at back in the day? I, oh, yeah, I had, I had little porn, play and then they couldn't like show full nudity back then. I had so plenty of like, magazines. A star, like it'll be like on the mouth part, and, like <laughs> no, we know I, what I, she's I, doing. Like we I want to see the real. Doing. I want to see the real thing. I ain't got time for pamphlets. No, see, I was into my mama's like health books. You know what I'm saying? The ones that actually wow. showed her. Oh. I wish I had enough forethought well, to fucking make that decision. Like that. I used to read, like, what is this? All right. A woman's body, shit like that. <laughs> but that was educational, girl. That was anatomical. But, you know what I'm saying? That, it was naked pictures in there, and I was just like fascinated at that age. Like, okay, cool. So this is what it's like. Artsy. Yeah. <laughs> I was curious. And I got in trouble for that, too. It was like, what the hell? I'm trying to lock her in here. <laughs> What's all right? What? Oh, go ahead, Ken. Now nah, I was just gonna say we got to get ready to cut out anyway. All right. Well, I do Later. appreciate y'all for being on oh, this yeah. episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. he keeps us on a tight schedule, Bonnie. I'm sorry. Oh no, I'm no, so no. Sorry. You, I, I get it. I know it's hard. It works me like a fucking Hebrew slave, and I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime DLP is ready to tell his story. <laughs> 
He's ready to bring it to the red table. We don't close this out. I'm leaving. I have to take a shit. Let's go. Well, with that, we will talk to y'all later and we will move on to the next segment. Thank y'all. All right, y'all. We out. All right, man. Appreciate y'all. All right, see y'all. Thank you. I'll be late for that. Baby, I'll wait for that. If you had a taste of that. Just two gals. Just two gals. Oh, my God. It's always like an experience. And I, I hate that, like, I don't know about you, but I'm just kind of like my energy. I told you know my energy has just gone down, and so no, I'm like, like was, I had to like take a 30 minute nap before I even same. got. Same. Like, I was in here like, yeah, <laughs> I feel you, girl. I feel you. But I still enjoyed them, and I love getting their uh their take. You know what I mean? I if you just it. yeah, it's like. But it's like I'll be feeling him sometimes. Like exactly. It's like <laughs> you gotta have people where it's okay to disagree with people and like still enjoy their point of view. Absolutely. That's something real quick. I wanted to just say we can just kind of put this kind of to put the whole topic. I love that we kind of went all over the place for the like nineties retrospective. Um oh, but, so but, remembering all that stuff. Right. But, um, <laughs> we, we could, like, I just, I hope to make this maybe a series one day, but I really want to itemize that time because I just think so many things that happen in pop culture, it shows up again, but we don't, we as a nation, as a culture, as a whatever, it's, it's hard for us to connect those dots, you know? It, it's like, we talk... They've been talking about gay shit since like George Michael. You know what I mean? Since like George, uh, uh, boy George. Like that's been an issue forever, but it just looks different now. And so we feel like we're talking about a different thing. Yeah, it looks different because it is being more accepted now. And then, of course, you have to take the whole technological transformation that we made where pretty much all the information is out here now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of things were hidden, especially when it came to like gay stuff. A lot of people didn't even know George Michael was gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of people just found that out. You know? Um, and I can even go back to like the Arsenio show when Arsenio Rupa. was being accused of, you know, you don't have enough gay people on the show. And he's like, you I just remember don't that. know who's gay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, it's just more information now. People see what's happening. And it's, yeah, it's making people uncomfortable because, you know, it's like things that we haven't seen before. But I feel like our generation is a lot more accepting of it than we think we are. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. But I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of, like, missing dots to connect when it says It's like everything's repeating itself, but it's different at the same time. Like, if you think about, like, Columbine, which was around that that time, you know? I was just thinking about that earlier, too, G. I don't know why, but I was thinking about Columbine. I mean, with all of these public, like, that was was one of the earlier things. I can think of the Unabomber as well, who was big back in that day. And I'm 97, something like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I think Columbine was 97, but don't quote me on it. But... You know what I mean? Like, and if you think before that, like in the seventies, like Jeffrey Dom, like that idea of a public menace, public murderer was a thing, but it really morphed in the nineties when it was like, now young people are really fucking pissed off. And if you yeah. don't do something about that, that's why I say, and you know, I'm not going to bring it up in detail. I, I, 
I like youth culture. I think that's something that has really kept me uh, tied to whatever is going on in pop culture because I love that idea of the repressed people like you and me who don't really agree with this shit who are who who see the shit for what it is yeah you know mom and dad smiling in a fucking picture and they got a thousand and one problems amongst themselves i Uh like that energy of we are here our feelings are valid and like you we we have power and we will demonstrate it in some way if you don't listen to us and and that's i think about that with the boat the the columbine and then i think about that with like you know public shootings now of like these these people are i don't even think it's just for notoriety you know what i mean oh no please they're angry like you said they're angry you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, there's and, no way to channel that anger. And then, of course, there's mental illness, which is a whole other, like, thing, you know. But I, I, one thing I will say is that I do fuck with Gen X. I do. Gen yeah. Z. Gen, Gen X. Gen Z. Gen Z. Gen X is actually um, over us. Right. They're over us. And, but Gen Z, I really love their energy. Like, I do. Like, I understand what you mean. That's what, you know, youth culture and everything. You, you know, but... Sometimes when we were talking about like like Lil Nas X, for instance, when we were talking about like, would you truly let your child listen to his stuff? You know what I mean, or certain artists' stuff at uh, until it's age appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody not in high school should be listening to Lil Nas X personally. Right. I think so that's, that's a very funny. high school level thing. Like, I just think about when I was in high school, like. We have this real like boom of like lesbian like l- you know lesbian activity where nobody had to face that. It seemed like overnight all of these girls like just was lesbians. You know what I mean? And and, and you know like having to deal with the like mainstream public knowledge of that and just seeing how people completely mishandled it. So that's 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 what I think about it. I think of Lil Nas X like Mean Girls. Like, you know how they did Mean Girls and they was just doing all kinds of shit they weren't supposed to when their parents thought they ass was studying and they having parties and being terrible. That's all I think about. (laughs) I'm like, he is being a terrible young adult, messy as hell. Like... (laughs) I just it, the thing is is that I do care about him as a black man as an artist you know what I mean I just I'm tired of seeing black artists go down this spiral of just being used as a cog in the music industry because I feel like all of the, you know the us even questioning whether it's trash or not like I said has no longer has anything to do with us it has to do with the formula they done came up with to say that's gonna be a hit this is gonna generate clout this is gonna get our numbers together and that has a lot to do with why it's like you know, is this trash or not? Yeah, I, I don't honestly think it has anything to do. Well, maybe a little bit. Him being gay. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because like you said, like people are like just popping up left and right. And most of his fan base is gay. Them, they're down self. Yeah. Then on top of that, look at not even artists, like, you know, athletes. They're coming out as gay now more openly. And that used to not be a thing. Like, if you were gay, that was just one of the things you just didn't know. If you you were kept like, that to the, yeah. Forever, ever. For Liberace, sure. Like, well, he wasn't, but that wasn't a modern <laughs> example. Right. But, yeah, there's just people who kept it in forever. 
I mean, other than Rodney, I guess we just let him do whatever the hell he wants to do. Yeah, we let that man cook. He was fucking, he was okay, weird. But I feel, again, I looked at him for like fashion. It's like, hell yeah, niggas can do crazy shit. Look at my hair. I'm a daddy shit cheetah. Fuck out of here. He ain't give a fuck, man. And it's like, that's what made, that became his like trademark. That became his brand. You know what I mean? And now the dude is like talking to the motherfucker from North Korea. Like, who does that? <laughs> Now that is something that I need all of the YouTube expose girls, please explain that to me. That's another thing that I like Gen Z for. And that's what I kind of wanted to do with this episode of like, I know they have, I think the nineties were a great explosive Renaissance like time. Oh, girl, and and it, it has so many markers of other times too you know what i mean like the fashion was very like a callback to the 70s with like oh, flare God. jeans and shit like that you know what i mean like that stuff it was a mm-hmm. lot of different times in that one period and just the ideas and how open we were or were becoming you know what i mean a lot of racial stuff we talked about in the 90s affirmative oh, yeah. action was a whole thing back in the 90s but just kind of showing kids like yes you got to sit and pick pick apart the key things from that you got the look of it you know you got you know girl they be looking up facts about stuff like it really means stuff nowadays like you know they like they you know that the they cancel eminem for like his old lyrics you know what i mean and it's like eminem ain't canceled fuck that and and (laughs) it's it's, because it's like the gall right the gall of it we were definitely not in the 90s being like get this flock of shit like we weren't talking about frankie you know does hollywood we was not trashing the 80s for their musical days like we wouldn't trash the people from the 70s like we just that's something too that was you know again it was a bunch of different decades i remember coming up on 70s music fucking curtis mayfield that was girl i I came up on 50s music that's like how far back my mama went with it you know oh girl the 50s on i listened to it all. bronx tale bronx tale i only have <laughs> eyes for you everybody knew that fucking song yes, oh girl yes and then that's the thing i can even look back on that type of music and go you know because my mother is pregnant like this happens every generation she said her mother and her father like they were the ones into like the you know, the real, real old school stuff. So once the temptations and stuff came around, it's not that they didn't like it, but it was like they didn't want her listening to it all the time because they were like, you know what I mean? Like, so it's like really like it's going to shift every generation. Like, I have a feeling Gen Z going to see something in the generation and then eventually and go, what the hell is going on here? I just, <laughs> I want them to make the connection of experience is the thing that is notable about your generation so like you can't again you know they be flaming the millennials for like they tasting whatever blah 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 blah. as if as if we would even come off of our chariot to address them that's how i feel they don't get about us it's like dude we saw the transition we were there from analog to digital bro we are the ones that yeah okay we were the first on facebook the very first 
Okay, so let's let's stop. And then you you, you had to go to fucking school, bitch. Now thirteen year olds, you know, smoking okay. weed How can fucking get on Facebook. Wikipedia wasn't even some shit you could go and like look up. And it wasn't like, a notable source. Now that okay. I look about it, somebody again, YouTube girls do fucking investigations. <laughs> I be watching, I'm for real. One of my favorite genres of YouTube is like young 20-something like basic girls. I'm sorry to say basic, but you know, they regular know, girls. Really smart. Like, right? And they will be they sitting so there. Girl, they'll be sitting there holding the mic like, let me tell you about what happened with Paris Hilton. And I'll be like, tell me what happened with Paris Hilton. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching with a glass of wine. Like, tell me about Lindsay Lohan smoking and sits uh, sniffing all of the cocaine. Like, tell me about it. So I just want them to know, again, I want you to be informed. We hear y'all. We see y'all. Stop fucking playing with us. Because we will beat y'all motherfucking ass. (laughs) That's just the truth. All day. No that. But... Y'all lost their babies to us. I mean, sorry to tell you. We we pass on to you. We bestow upon you like Generation X before us, who kind of bestowed upon us. We we added on to the we added on to the recipe. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. You know, but but we bestow upon you the the trials, tribulations, and and excursions of the nineties. Be well. Remember. We earned our spot here, and you got to fucking earn your spot here, too. I don't want to hear you talk shit to me when you have a fucking iPhone that can look up all the knowledge on the fucking planet, and you still dumb as fuck. Like, that's just, that's how I feel. That's what's getting annoying to me now. It's like, stop acting stupid. It's not like you can't figure it out, like, right now, if you want to. Everyone has a phone now. I don't know one person who does it, so get with it. Um, (laughs) The one thing I will say about this young generation, I feel bad about them going through certain milestones in their lives during this goddamn pandemic. That is real hard. And I I need somebody in psychology to fucking explain what we... Because again, again, you think about that Columbine stuff, right? And and there was an isolation that kids in the 90s experience that was different from you know you think about the 70s and 80s those kids were just weird goth kids you know yeah. who, got, who got ignored or whatever right the counterculture but in the 90s them little motherfuckers started activating okay yeah, and, right. and so what is that shell shock gonna look like in our future how is that gonna affect relationships like all right we'll you yeah. know the population be affected because we don't look at relationships the same anymore. Oh, they're all changed. Like the whole dynamic of everything is changing because it always does when there's a pandemic. I promise y'all, look up any like pandemic there ever was. Like something always changed. So yeah, it's gonna be something. It's hard to tell what it's gonna be and what the long term effects are gonna be. But yeah, I feel as though they're gonna come out of like a ring of fire just on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? That we didn't even I think just want them to fucking be peaceful. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh, shit. Yes, we got to talk about that. Ooh. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, this is this will be our... Well, we're kind of in it anyway. But so I was literally just scrolling and I saw the... So this is one of the 
inspirations for this topic was that they are, they did like a 30 years later special for the first season of the real world. And so, yeah, I'm going to send you the YouTube because they put the first, I think they put put the first couple episodes up there. Girl, the real world. That used to be. And and I remember that was the thing that was cool about pop culture because I remember the real world, the first one being a big deal. I remembered it being very New York. You just started to be your, like, yeah. but why well, didn't I don't know why I keep thinking the 2000s because that's what yeah, got popular. That's but when it started, started popping. Yeah, I know, man. I just, and it was just a bunch of young people in a house getting a job. You know what I mean? You know, and 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 experience. But what it says, the the title says, the real the real world homecoming is one massive overdue apology to Kevin, who was like, they didn't know he was like the young black guy. And and I remember they thought he was very like De La Soul, like very like, oh, we're I'm I'm a cool militant black guy, but I'm easygoing. And once he got on the show, he was known for like really bringing racial issues to their face. I think I remember but him. But he got at the time he couldn't you couldn't talk freely you know there was a lot of talk about the black man and and knowledge about africa and stuff that happened a lot back in the 90s but the way he was very revolutionary at that time because a lot of the stuff that we now is just a staple being informed you know knowing protesting for certain reasons he was sort of the first one in a public eye who you could identify and so a lot of shit. Basically, now he gets to have the last laugh because even the other black girl who I really love, uh, Heather B, she's like a, a known rapper back then. Um, she kind of didn't stand by him. She she didn't like disavow him, but she even addressed it. She was like, you know, I was twenty one. We was getting free food and free rent. I was just having a good time. I didn't want to talk about that stuff. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I get it. You know, we say all the time, it's like, it's some stuff you just cannot say to white people. And that's not... Mike Perry. We don't <laughs> think less of you or, or... I mean, it's just, we know that that is a point of contention. And because you lack a certain perspective and experience, exactly. you just... It, it's like trying to interpret purple to an alien. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you, know, and you just don't have it, so you know you take that for what it is. Even though we were conscious at that age, we were not as racially aware of things as we are today. Oh, no. Otherwise, we wouldn't have pulled a lot of the shit we pulled when we were coming up. You feel me? Like we used to get real bold around white people. Let's be real. It's like certain shit we all think we get away with today. You know <laughs> that we used to do because we were just we were just out here. Right? We was out there, we boy. So yeah, I get it. But yeah, that was cool to see. I mean, he is gonna get the last laugh at the end of the day. <laughs> he is, and I he even see him out. too. And he just, it, I just, I don't know. I like retribution, and I like this is really the perfect for me. This is a perfect moment blended. That's what I want for our generation one day. I want them to be like, y'all know how y'all was fucking wilding back then, and y'all you fucking talk about side parts and skinny jeans fucking mm-hmm. ha, ha, I told y'all niggas that's y'all niggas. that's See, that's I've been to see you this I've been to see you this article so you can see his face his face like I told y'all niggas <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> come through that, that slight like smirk. We <laughs> read them down. Read the house down. I just sent it to you. Oh, that's cool. Wait, did you email or we text it? Wait, let me see. I sent it on uh through message. Um, there it is. Okay. <laughs> He's like, he said nothing like. <laughs> he looks so smart right now. He's like, aha, <laughs> motherfucker, ha ha. <laughs> I told you, motherfucker. That's fine. And that's, that, I just want our perception of time. I think millennials, we have such a unique, and I don't want to keep giving us, we were known as the me generation, which I'm, I look back at the 70s, and the 70s had that on like the cover of time, like the me. So mm-hmm. we weren't the only me generation either, motherfuckers, but okay. But you know, millennials are known for, you know, we broke off from tradition and we thought we could like be perfect and all that other stuff that's not I think we were encouraged to, though, because at least right? my parents. You know, my parents were like the 70s, like party hipster motherfuckers, and they were rebellious they damn self. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I, at least my family, we got a whole line of just, you know, um, uh, my mother's parents, my father's parents, like everybody was just straight and narrow, and you got to do things a certain way, that old traditional and shit. They were hardcore like that. And my parents were the ones that were like, nah. <laughs> we're not <laughs> paying attention to this anymore. And I feel like to a certain degree, millennials were encouraged by boomers, and boomers are trying to sit up here and act like they didn't do that. And it's like, but you did. We were there. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. true. But I just think, yeah, that I want us to. But but yeah, millennials, we have the the unique position of again, we have the knowledge that we are aging out. Like thirty, the thing only goes. It's like eighteen to thirty four is like the range of like mainstream, you know. And so we're yeah. slowly aging out of mainstream. And I think if we find a way to learn from our predecessors, have a better rapport, you know, I want to be like Slick Rick. Remember when Slick Rick used to just show up at everybody music video? Like, damn, Slick Rick, know, like right? him and Kanye, him and uh, Twister, <laughs> like he, uh, the outcast, he did a bunch. Like, I want to be the old nigga that show up in the young people shit. You know, that's what I want to be. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, straight up. No, I totally feel what you're saying. Like, and I definitely think that it's going to be a, 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 the same type of situation where we'll be in our 50s. We'll look back and go, yeah, I told you so. But then it's also going to be a lot of ref- reflection on our part as far as how we contribute to yeah. the change of the generation. And the rest. So it's, it all works together. <laughs> it's all like, you know. A circle of life. Circle of life. Um, (laughs) All right, let's finish this episode up. So, what is your, what are you late for this week? Oh, girl, what am I late for? Uh, I'm I'm late for this project. I gotta do um, (laughs) arms (laughs) now. Boy! Uh, Girl, I don't know. So far, I found myself just kind of tapping out. Of a lot of like, you know, like you were just saying, you don't even listen or see mainstream news under certain circumstances. I'm kind of like that at this point. So ding, I don't ding, know ding. what to be like. You know what I mean? Like everything is getting on my nerves. I'm like, for it all. I, I, <laughs> you know I mean? that is kind of a similar thing. Let me tell you what, like, 
it kind of grinds my gears. It's just a thing that I always have not a strong feeling about, but it just gets in my little, it's like sand. It's just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of get on your nerves. It's right. major holidays. So whenever... Girl. Again, so major. So we recording this. You know, I, I hate to give away time periods, but we're around Easter at this point. Yeah, and so, you know, you, I, I'm I'm walking around, finally get back to jogging, which I have. If anything tells me I'm washed, I have added <laughs> like four minutes onto my uh uh mile time and I felt very bad this week about it but you know I'm walking around and I see the decorations in the neighborhood and like fucking little Easter bunny I was gonna take a picture (laughs) literally there was wait wait it was so they had a little plot of yard in the front right on the front on the side kind of like where where the backyard would be but it was just didn't have nothing carved it was a cute little ducks and bunnies and then on the fence was was a cross the ring of thorns and a fucking shawl and it says he is risen and I said what fucking adult bought this and taped it to the side of their fence girl fuck at it I was like is this what I'm supposed to be doing with my adulthood is this what the fuck I have to look forward to Girl, I'm with you I with the ducks. Christmas this year, like I just did not care, and it's like, yeah, I don't understand that either. It's like somebody paid money for that, and everything costs too much anyway. So it's like, you got to spend up. It's- it's commercial and it's different it was different back in the day and i hate to say that because not just because it was our youth but it was our youth was so it say. was like <laughs> back in the day it was like okay christmas was like you fucking remembered christmas of 93 because you had only had a few of them fuckers you know what i mean exactly. so when you get older it's like who am i and, and not only that not just older the means of like I'm glad that now we look at the commercialism of these holidays now, because back in the day you couldn't, you know, back in the day it was a whole Merry Christmas versus Happy Holidays things, which I never understood, but religion versus non-religion, but it's like all tied into American culture, you know, you you know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People make money on them days, and they look forward to it. And they, you know, calculate it into their books every year. This is how much we better make on this holiday. (laughs) But I like, I like that a lot of families, it seems are are you know what we don't have to go fucking downtown and watch them put the star on the bullshit we're gonna make our own tradition where you know we make fucking s'mores or some shit that is what i want to go to to where you're where it's about your personal family's thing and if we miss it this year oh well you know now you know now that it's here what's some flash shit we could do for next year i just want it to be more in my like organic life I just hate that feeling of obligation of like, oh, well, if I want to be a contributing member, that's something that we still do have. Um, that right. obligation a little bit that I think kids of today have completely, they like, I don't give a fuck if it's Christmas, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, <laughs> I'm not talking to nobody. <laughs> like, like, they don't I'm give a shit. Right. 
Kids is disrespectful as fuck. I never forget. It was like some <laughs> Christmas thing, and like one of my family members bought their teenage son. And I'm like, so y'all just not gonna make them dress up no more. Like I had fucking slips with bells on them, and this nigga got for some reason an expensive gym shoe on, and this is what you want like him to present. Is the same motherfucking dress for Easter, and oh god, and a bang, a bayang. Talk about a bayang. That was a no, that wasn't a bang, that was a bump. Remember a bump? Let me bump your hair real quick. Woo! And some balls if you got some girl. For real, kids getting fucking raps and shit. Yo. Not until high school. Cause who was gonna upkeep it? Right, exactly. Yeah, my mom was pressing my hands all the way to all the time. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to these holidays, I agree. I I feel like that's going to be the intention, at least for me and my family, when I, you know, finally have my kids. And, you know, we're going to make our own traditions. You know, because the thing about Easter in particular, it's a very religious holiday. So it's like, you know, am I disrespecting the religion? Or am I disrespecting the tradition by not observing it? You mm. know what I mean? Or doing it my way because I'm not a, you know, necessarily a Christian. You know what I mean? Like, this is confusing to me. That's why I just don't bother. <laughs> I just feel like you got to catch me in the fucking spirit because. I just hate one again. I hate the obligation of like people be like, well, you know, I had to make Easter dinner. What did you make? Fucking nothing. Cause I'm not doing that shit. Like, sorry. Like, sorry. <laughs> Bitch, that's what the fuck y'all do over there. Over here. Not a thing. And my mama was like, this is what my mama said. Cause you know, Christmas, Christmas, you know, we didn't do a formal Christmas this past year cause of yeah, me neither. the quarantine mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, right. And I was like, I was like excited. I said, God damn it. I love Chicago. Chicago is the only place that you can order Uber Eats on fucking Christmas and, and have the expectation that it's going to be there. Like Play Chicago is, we will order whatever restaurant is available at any time. Like we fucking want yeah. it. You know, I and I, about Chicago. That, I was like, <laughs> shit, I thought that was move. a flex move. I was like, nigga, I ordered a whole lobster on Christmas. My mama's going to say. Me, girl, not a whole lobster, but I got me some crab eggs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's, it's grilled asparagus and a short rib. Ooh. <laughs> good eating. Them good eating. Like grandma will say. But yeah, she's going to say, don't tell people that. That sounds sad. I'm like, that's the difference. Okay? Guess what? I wasn't sad. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't good. Shit. What's something what's something that we are on time for? What we got time for this week? Oh man. Um let me see what am I time for. Mm, mm, mm. I just I know, right? Right, we try you know what I have time for. What I have time for is I want people in our 30s, people who are young professionals, put the work down. Yes, yes, we should all be, because it's about three projects that I have not looked at in this Girl, week that I have been off. 
<laughs> and I told myself, I was like, girl, I'm going to do X, Y, Z. And I did it, but whatever. I'm going to figure that out. But something that was rewarding to me that I couldn't have gotten any other time because I would I was supposed to be at work at that time. I was, again, mm-hmm. working, walking around in the neighborhood and you don't get to enjoy the perks sometimes in your neighborhood when you're running around and you're in fucking traffic and you're getting pissed right. off. You're in a rush. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> or you just picking up some shit. Like, I usually just see the Walgreens in my neighborhood because I'm like, yeah, I need to pick up some juice real quick. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I need I'm to get water. The same spots, you know, because I got to get there, get back, and get back to work. And yeah. We do have to put down the goddamn work. You want to know what's one of the worst (laughs) times of day? 8 p.m. Unless it's a Saturday and you're going out, 8 p.m. is one of the worst times. Because 7, you can lie to yourself. In the summertime, (laughs) the sun's for real. At 7 o'clock, you can can lie to yourself and be like, yo, I'm going to get some shit done. Like, yo, I'm going to do this. You know, the sun still be out. In the summertime at seven, so you know, so you feel like some seven, you feel like you can still get some shit done. Eight o'clock, it's like, bitch, this day over with. But it's not further (laughs) enough. It's not like ten o'clock. Ten o'clock is official, nigga. Lay your ass down. Lay the hell down, exactly. But girl, unless you out, I don't do that though. Like I'll be on some, like I'll be trying to be on some. Okay, I got a little bit more work to do. It's eight o'clock. That light tricks me into going, I got a little bit more time. Let's say I know it's midnight and I ain't done a goddamn thing. And then I got to pull it all night. <laughs> I know. I, I try to, when I got the feeling to do that, I can, but I don't know. I lost, I think it was maybe like this, that last, that extra semester of senior year I took. I think, I was like, bitch, I'm not doing no more over, uh, all nighters. I'm like, that Girl. life is done for me. I'm just not gonna turn it in, and so I just be like, <laughs> so now when I gotta do, unless it's like a, you know, when I was doing college, you know, courses, yeah, I would, I could pull that because girl, I'm gonna shine that shit. But like <laughs> this girl, this, this stuff, I can't. I don't know. Unless again, it depends on if it's like a Saturday, I could do it, but not during the week. That that ship is sale for me. Girl, I just had to become a master at it and it's still having a mind to this day. I remember my my senior year too. Like I used to like not just I just didn't want to do it. You know what I mean? So I would sit there and wait for the pressure to mount up so that I'd have motivation to do it. Girl, so many times I went and fucking dinner at midnight, stayed up till eight, went to class wow, eight thirty and was... got a B on my damn paper. That was a magical time. Like, I just, you know, we're going to do our ISU series, but like, that was just a magical time where my body was just like, I I think that's when I first broke away from the regular 8 a.m. Even when I was in school, I I used to know like this 8 a.m. book, this is some bullshit. I know you don't have to do stuff at this time. You know, so... The fact that once I got to college and I was like, oh, word, I have two hours to go take a nap between this fucking class. Once I found out how to naturally, organically live my shit and still get these classes, it was over for everyone. I just remember walking into Milner at like 10 o'clock, but like 
you know that internal time, the internal time yeah, said, yeah. let's fucking get it. Let's fucking <laughs> get it. Oh, girl. Uh, girl. Yeah, our the bodies definitely could take it back then. And nowadays, I'd be falling asleep in my damn chair sometimes. Like, oh, man, let me get up. Be afraid because I'm ornery. Like I, I hate like if I don't have enough sleep, like I can't, I can't like handle interaction. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's difficult. You know, but I, because of you know my career, I've gotten used to it. I, I even feel like I've gotten to a point that if I had kids and had to stay up all night, it wouldn't even bother me. I, I made a habit out of it. You know what I mean? Like I do that now, uh, but that don't mean I don't be less tired. I don't know. I guess I can manage it and force myself to a day. That don't sound healthy, do it? But <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary sometimes. I swear. So, what you think? What are you on time for? I know I just said taking time, like whether it's sleep or whatever, like d- drop, just de-de-deconnect de- well, or disconnect for a little bit, and and. Well, one thing I'm really into nowadays is like TikTok. It's like one of the only social media platforms I can tolerate. Um, <laughs> because you know, you know why? Because I like um, I like seeing people express themselves that way. And like, once you start following the platform and you go by the, you know certain followers, you start getting content that you're interested in. And then you start seeing like, oh my god, there's so many talented and smart people out there. You know what I mean? That type of shit is inspiring to me. Um, <laughs> so I had to make sure to get in my 30 minutes of TikTok every day. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I see. Time. I like TikToks. They're too short for me. Because I like I like it, G. It's like to the point. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like YouTube, like, okay, YouTube, YouTube videos. Because you, if you get like anywhere from like two minutes to 10 minute, you know, whatever. That's, I can like do some other shit in the background, but like that, like however many 60 seconds be going quick. I know, I know it does but make that, it that's easily precisely consi- why I enjoy it because, you know, I be on the run my damn stuff and I want to see something quick to the point. And it's like, it's a great way to like follow actual creators and like engage with them when you don't even just the thing about YouTube is like it'll be the same thing with the algorithm when it comes to the suggestions and everything. But it's almost as if like once you have too many subscribers, you never end up seeing like content recommended to you. Uh-huh. <laughs> the way TikTok does. And that's why it's like easier to keep up with to me. But you know, that's just me. I'm here for TikTok, especially when I'm saying. Um, <laughs> it's uh, especially black TikTok. I love black TikTok. There's so many, so many Chicagoans on there. Like, really? Like, See, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I mean, like it's like once I said, like you start following a certain demographic, that's all you start seeing. It's like there's a lot of people around us that are talented as hell, and you know what I mean. We don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the type of stuff I love. Black TikTok, so yeah, I'm here for that. Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, man. That's what's up. (laughs) And that would be the end of our season opener. Went a lot of different places. I think we got a good perspective. You know, shout out to Dale P again from Man Cave with Dale P, and of course Bet the House podcast. And Ken from Bet the House. Uh, podcast as well. Thanks for being on, and we will be back to y'all with great episodes this season. 
And we're out. Bye. Bye. Later, Later party. party.